0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Today we start in Japan, where the government is starting to really crack down on foreign ownership of companies that it considers critical to national security. And all of Japan's automakers and major suppliers, like Denso and Isen, are on the list. Stock markets around the world drop dramatically due to the economic impact of the pandemic, making it much cheaper to buy up stock in a company. Any investor who now wants to buy more than 1% of the stock in Japanese companies faces pre-screening and stringent regulations. Reuters reports that Japan is especially worried about Chinese companies investing in Japanese companies to get sensitive information and technology. The U.S. and Europe are also carefully watching investments in companies that they deem essential to national security. Now, over to Europe, where car sales are a lot worse than expected. LMC Automotive reports that sales in Western Europe were down 80% in April, after falling 53% in March. Alarmingly, the annual sales rate fell to only 2.8 million vehicles. Germany is faring better than other large European countries, but sales were down 61% there. LMC says sales should start to improve in May, but it sees a tough road ahead and expects European governments to step in with a cash-for-clunkers type of program. Okay, now over to Lebanon. Remember when Carlos Goen's escape from Japan was such a big story at the beginning of the year? Well, the COVID crisis sort of took that out of the headlines, but the story is far from over prosecutors in Turkey are indicting seven people who they say were involved in Gowen's escape. After getting out of Japan, Gowen's private jet landed in Istanbul, Turkey first and then went on to Lebanon. Four pilots and a company executive are being charged with migrant smuggling, which carries a sentence of up to eight years in jail. And two flight attendants are being charged with failing to report a crime, which could land them in jail for a year. By the way, though things are getting really bad all over the world, Lebanon is on the brink of collapse. And we think that Mr. Gowan may be having second thoughts about having escaped there. And now we move over to the world of Tesla. Two days ago, Elon Musk tweeted out that he thought Tesla's stock was too high. Then, yesterday, we learned that Tesla had to shut down production in China, reportedly due to part shortages, and broken production equipment. Seems to us that his tweet and the China shutdown are more than just a passing coincidence. But investors shrugged off the news. Tesla plans to restart limited production at its assembly plant in California today, and Musk also said that Tesla is delaying the launch of the Roadster until after it starts making the Cybertruck. Uh-oh, crash tests are not supposed to go this way. When the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety crash tested a Jeep Wrangler in the small front overlap test, the Wrangler rolled over. They did a second test. It rolled again. The IIHS sometimes uses crash video provided by an automaker to raid a vehicle, so FCA submitted its own video of the crash test in which the Jeep did not roll over. And the IIHS accepted that test, but the Wrangler got a marginal rating for the small overlap test. Even so, it got a good rating in the moderate overlap front, side, roof, and head restraint tests, and a poor rating for both types of headlights that it offers. We've been using spark plugs to ignite the air-fuel mixture in engines for over a hundred years. Now, a company called Transient Plasma Systems is working on a plasma ignition system that could replace spark plugs. We caught up with the CEO of the company, Dan Singleton, and here he gives us a good description of
1: how the system works. So it's an advanced ignition system um, which allows automakers to run combustion modes that uh, are, for example, much leaner, more dilute, say with EGR, much more efficient combustion modes that you wouldn't be able to run with a standard spark ignition system. Um, What our technology does is it uses extremely short, uh, tens of nanosecond long uh, high voltage pulses to ignite the mixture. Uh, It uses different chemistry and physics than a traditional uh, spark would. So a traditional spark, you can think of it almost like you're sitting and holding a match to the fuel air mixture, trying to get it to go. And it's causing molecules to collide and uh, eventually we'll start a combustion reaction, but it's actually a pretty slow process. With our plasma, it's a low temperature plasma. um, And because the chemistry is faster, we actually accelerate electrons uh, across the fuel air mixture, break the bonds apart. So for example, oxygen becomes two atomic oxygens that react much more quickly. And because that process is faster, we can ignite much more difficult to ignite mixtures.
0: We spoke with transient plasma systems last year, and since that time, they've been developing smaller systems that would be less expensive. And if you'd like to learn more about plasma ignition, you can watch that entire interview right now on our YouTube channel. There's been a lot of negative news about Uber and Lyft lately. Uber reported it lost $2.9 billion in the first quarter because so few people were ride hailing due to the coronavirus lockdowns. So it's cutting 3,700 jobs and exiting some unprofitable markets. Uber is also investing $85 million in Lime, the scooter company. Lime is going to take over Uber's bike and scooter sharing brand called Jump, and the two companies are going to integrate their mobile apps. But there is one bright spot here for Uber. Its food delivery services, called Uber Eats, saw demand spike 89% in April. And so it just added more accounts, including delivery from grocery and convenience stores. And all of this could be the saving grace for mobility companies going forward. And here's some good news. U.S. traffic fatalities dropped for the third year in a row. That's according to preliminary data from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. An estimated 36,120 people died in car crashes last year, which is a decrease of 440 people, or about 1.2%, from the year before. And that's even with vehicle miles traveled increasing about 1%. In other words, even though more people are driving more, there were fewer traffic deaths. Speaking of NHTSA, it is not going to force automakers to recall another 56 million vehicles with Takata airbags. The agency cited industry research that shows the inflators are safe and will instead monitor the situation and take action if necessary. This will spare 19 automakers from having to spend money on recalling those vehicles. In the U.S., around 50 million Takata inflators were recalled and 100 million worldwide making it the largest recall in history. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Nissan's small electric commercial van just went through something of a growth spurt. The XL Voltea is a high-roof version of Nissan's e-NV200 van that also includes an elongated load bay which expands load space by 90%. It features a 40 kilowatt hour battery pack, but Nissan doesn't offer any range estimates. In the standard roof version, that pack delivers 124 miles of WLTP range, and the XL Voltea will be sold in all European markets. And finally, we take a little bit of a look back in history. During the oil crisis of the 1970s, Volkswagen engineers decided to create a vehicle that demonstrated how aerodynamics and a lightweight construction could deliver impressive speed and fantastic fuel economy. In 1980, the team rolled out the Aerodynamic Research Vehicle, a vehicle that stood just 33 inches tall and a little over 43 inches wide. Right behind the single driver's seat, sat a turbocharged 2.4-liter inline six-cylinder engine that produced 177 horsepower. An onboard water tank that fed into the turbo's intake reduced the amount of engine cooling vents. The vehicle has an extremely low coefficient of drag of only 0.15 and a top speed of 225 miles an hour, which was a speed record for its class at the time. And that wraps up today's show and brings us to the end of this week. Thanks for watching, and we'll be back again here on Monday.